This is Short-Term Rental Management, the show that is all about short-term rental property management with your host, yours truly, Luke Carl. Here we are, Short-Term Rental Management. It must be Tuesday. I love you, Luke Cashflow Carl, the long hair extraordinaire. Today, we're going to talk about realistic goal setting in 2024. I want you to have a goal of buying a vacation house. That's a fantastic goal. Going to talk with my buddy Tim today. He's a repeat offender, been on the show many times. Great dude. Has all sorts of different types of real estate. And uh, yeah, we want you to buy a vacation house 2024. I don't want that to be a secret. And uh, maybe a word from this week's sponsor. This episode of the Short-Term Management Show is brought to you by Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth. This is the book in the STR space, written by my lovely wife, Avery Carl. It has hundreds of reviews on Amazon, and it will teach you literally everything you need to know about STR. Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth, the book, wherever books are sold. Goal setting sash, here we go. Here we go with my main man, Tim. Um, and so what I want to talk about today is it, and really why, why this even came up is because I see a lot of folks, just new folks that come through um, and, you know, and, and real, get into real estate and they're just like shot out of a cannon like crazy, which is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. But I hear this all the time where, oh, Luke, I want to own uh, 12 vacation rentals in the next year, you know, and um, it's, it's rather ridiculous to uh, think that that is even possible, quite frankly. Did you do any math? Do you have enough money to facilitate such a thing? Probably not, because that's a lot of dough. Uh, so, you know, again, we're in a new year, and I want to talk goal setting in general and uh, being realistic with your goal setting. Uh, and one thing I, I will say that I do is I have a BHAG board. It's right here, uh, right over my head in my office, which, of course, comes from uh, Jim Collins. BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. Which, again, this person that I was just referring to that wants 10 in a year, that is, I would not consider that a BHAG. I would consider that stupid, quite frankly. That's just too <laughs> much. You know, I mean, do the math. A vacation house is going to be, what, $700,000 times 20% of that times 10. You're talking ridiculous amounts of money. And if you don't even have one, how the hell do you even know you want 10 of them? You know, so anyway, um, I think that... Uh, uh, well, let me get back to the BHAG thing. First of all, my BHAG board right now is empty. I've just cleaned it for the start of the year. Uh, and again, I don't know when this is going to come out, but as as the days go by, it won't be weeks, it'll be days, I will start to fill that in with uh, realistic, realistic goals, realistic goals, baby steps, you know, baby steps. Because you can't get to second base without getting to first, you know. Uh, if you want to lose 10 pounds, you got to start with one. I, I, again, I, I seem to bring up the weight loss thing often, but I am <laughs> passionate about that because it's something I deal with every day, uh, all day, a daily. Day. It is a daily struggle. It never, never ends. I'll turn this struggle over to you in a second, but yes, the weight loss thing is ever present in my life. It's constant. I'm especially with the holidays and now it's the, you know, the new year, new you, and you got to deal. And I've also had an injury. I'm a huge runner. So I've had an injury recently where I'm not being able to run as much as I would like. And I've been on the Peloton instead and that type of thing. It's driving me nuts, but 
Um, yeah. So Tim, talk to me. I mean, go ahead just with the weight loss thing. I know that, uh, you know, <laughs> Or whatever you want to go with, and we'll talk well, about setting uh, realistic goals you, today. You covered so much already. I, I love this topic. I love goal setting, and I, I I am a BHAG person through and through. I think uh, uh, for me, the most important thing tied to a BHAG is the plan around it, and that's you know you're saying be realistic, but you know maybe maybe a ten is possible for somebody. I don't know, but uh, you got to have a plan around it. And uh, uh, pragmatic steps, to be quite frankly, you got to have steps that you can take. You know, you, you eat the elephant one bite at a time. And uh, that is so important in this because the BHAG to me is like, you know, that it, it is exactly what it says it is. But in a BHAG, I want to have a, a, a stair step plan on how to get there, which is the fantastic part about it. And sometimes, like my BHAGs, they change all the way. You already said your board is empty. Mine yeah, change yeah. all the time. But the cool thing about them is once you set that and you put a plan in action, you may get to step three out of 50 or 100 even, and that could change your BHAG, and that's okay. But you at least made three steps. I mean, that's the first thing to get into a goal is, is taking steps. And you may, to me, you know, there's all kinds of uh, sayings around this business breeds business or, or whatever you want to say, but taking action is the most important thing. And having the big goal out there get you started taking action. Uh, but you got to do that. You got to create a plan. You got to uh, get out there and, and start getting after it. And, uh, uh, but you know, exactly. You know, the weight loss thing, that's been a, a struggle yeah. of mine my entire life. Now we're both bouncing all over the place. Uh, you know, I, I went through a journey a few years ago where I lost a hundred pounds and that was massive. And it was, uh, it was a long journey. And, uh, and I crushed that. That was a BHAG. And, you know, I went way beyond that one. That was one where I went beyond my goal by a lot. You know, I was over 300 pounds. And uh, at that time, I got down to like 185, and uh, which was I was trying to lose like 40 pounds. <laughs> I was trying to just not die. And uh, um, so anyway, uh, but it is a very... It, it it creeps the the I don't know this is what I love about BHAG because it, it creeps into your life and it becomes part of your daily routine. But it, it your daily routine is not the BHAG. It is the the focus and the the little tiny steps you got to take to get there. So okay, hold on. I want to talk about the weight loss thing here. And uh, by the way, I do want to shout out to Corinne, who's a one of my favorite podcasters. I actually found her because I searched the podcast app on my phone for weight loss. And she comes up first. She's uh, She's got a podcast called Losing 100 Pounds, and she's just an incredible speaker. I really just love hearing her preach. She's uh, she's just so motivating, and I just she speaks to me. But anyway. I want to be uh, clear, so, too. Uh, I am not 185 pounds anymore. <laughs> well, hold on. We're going to get to that. But anyway, just shout out to Corinne. Anybody looking for some content, I'm a big fan of her. She's wonderful. So how did we, let me get, let's back up. How long ago was your 300 pounds? And uh, I guess let's start there. When was that? When did you find, find your, or were you there for a long period of time? No, I, no, I was not there a long period of time. It was kind of a, it was roughly, this was probably 10 years ago, roughly that that occurred. Um, I, uh, I was, I was really thin and really active all through my childhood and early twenties. And then quite honestly, I uh, moved up in my career and got a desk job. And I was I was in the construction industry. And, and for a long time, I was out in the field and working. And I would eat 5,000 calories a day. And I was as skinny as can be because I was up and down ladders and roofs and all kinds of crazy stuff every day. Anyway, when I went in the office, I quickly uh, uh, gained a bunch of weight. And I was there for probably probably two years. I was big. And uh, I was starting to have some pretty uh, good health 
issues. <laughs> how long did it take <laughs> but, you to get there? I mean, how uh, how how big it was, were you? A, it, it was a few years to get up to 300. Um, and, uh, you know, it didn't happen overnight, but it, it was somewhat quick. It was pretty much right when I went in the office. And, uh, um, and I, it was all, you know, I had learned to, or I didn't learn. I just had created habits in my life where it almost didn't matter what I ate and I would stay thin because I was, I was burning so much energy. And when that went away, I got really big. And then it was just kind of a, uh, a bunch of series of events that, that, that got really hard after that. And, uh, and, uh, getting rid of it was a hard focused thing, but, uh, uh, Anyway, it, it it took a bit. So did you did you have a and I've done, I've been through this as well. Never that extreme, but uh, you know, 30, 40 pounds um, several years ago, which is just a brutal battle to keep that off. But um, did you did you have a breaking point? Was there a, a rock yeah. bottom? Oh yeah, I remember it for sure. Um, I was actually I was in Chicago at a car show, walking around with some of my buddies, and you know, back then there was a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of partying and drinking going on. And, uh, you know, I was, but anyway, we're walking on this car show and it was in the middle of winter and it was kind of cold in there and it was indoor, but it was still, it was still, you know, those indoor things up there are still kind of chilly. And I was just, I was sweating bullets and I had to sit down a few times and I had one of my buddies, uh, he's like, dude, uh, this isn't cool. You need to get to a doctor. He's like, you're, you're, you're beat red. You look horrible. And it was, it was almost like an intervention, you know, he, uh, and it was like a two by four to the head that I needed. And, uh, I, I was in bad shape and I went to my doctor and, uh, you know, they did all the normal tests and they said, look, uh, you're staring down a whole bunch of stuff here. If you don't get this in, in line and, uh, his blood pressure and all the bad stuff that comes with it, you know? And, uh, and again, it was just kind of the two by four of the head. And, uh, I, I, I got after it. I went home that day and started and, uh, uh, I remember, you know, I was, I was, I'll say this, I'm not, I was a runner, but not, not like you, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I started running and stuff. And the first, like, like the next day I went out and I, I ran a quarter of a mile and I, I like fell down the street and was thrown up everywhere, you know, and it was horrible. And then, uh, but I stayed at it and, uh, and then, you know, I just stayed at it and stayed at it and really got obsessive about my eating, the eating, you know, obviously, I mean, you know this, but, uh, the eating is a huge part of it. And I, I still to this day struggle with it hard. It's not, it's not easy for me. And, uh, it, it is a daily struggle and it is really focused around eating and uh, a lot of psychology there that, that, uh, that is a struggle. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I got obsessive about what I ate and I uh, used some, you know, pretty popular apps and stuff. I, I, I basically just tracked every single thing that went in my mouth and, uh, was extremely regimented with exercise and, and stuff like that. And, uh, um, you know, and, uh, did all the things wrote, you know, I had, I had a board, uh, right above my scale where I, I wrote down my weight every single day on like a whiteboard. And, and I, I was, I got crazy about it and, uh, but it worked, it, it got me down and I, I did not, I did not stay at the bottom where I was. I, I, I am about, uh, probably 30, 40 pounds above the 185 where I landed. And I, I, I fluctuate in that area. And, uh, but well, if that's, I mean, cause I do that, <laughs> I write my weight down every morning, uh, you know, and it, I have to, I sometimes have to force myself because there's those days where, you know, it's going to be not as good as you'd like. Right. And, right. And you, and but that's you, to me, it's, it's kind of like this, that, that for me is like the same kind of, uh, discipline as, as a PFS, you know, if you go out and buy something stupid, it's gonna, it's gonna show up not great on your PFS. And yeah. it's the same thing with food. You know, that that's if you, you just said it, there's days, you know, it's not going to be good. If I go out and eat a bunch of Mexican or whatever, I know the next day, my weight is not going to be where I want it, you know? And, uh, 
so I, I, I love all that. So yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, buy something stupid like a Lamborghini. Well, or? you know, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, like a Lamborghini. I mean, I call it stupid, call it whatever. Maybe it's not stupid, but it, it is going to have an effect on, 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 you know, if your goal is getting your net worth to X level and you're out buying Lamborghinis and Ferraris and boats and stuff, you, you may have a hard time getting there. You know, if you do, if you do it in the wrong order, you know, if you do things in the right order, go buy your Lamborghini, but the, but let the houses buy it for you, you know, <laughs> or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, uh, I don't have any problem with Lamborghinis, but, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know how. I mean, because my BHAG board, I get, I get there. I do, you know, and I, I fill it up. I fill it up with some pretty, and a lot of it has to do with running. And again, I'm suffering from this foot thing right now, which is killing me. But uh, uh, that should be cleared up soon. And and I, you know, I usually like to do one marathon, maybe two marathons a year, and I'll write down a goal for that and a time involved there. And that's a big deal. It's a big deal at my age for one thing, and guy that's been doing it for a really long time, and. Also with two kids, it's difficult to get out there and get that get the miles in. So I think fitness goals are 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 at least for me, that's what helps get me to the other goals. I I really do believe that running, while it is the most boring subject on the planet, no people that don't run do not want to hear about running. And I understand that, but I, I'm just it's not about that right now. It's about goals. And the, the running helps me accomplish the other stuff. Cause it's like, you know, if I get up. And I'm out on the pavement by five in the morning in the dark and the cold, and I just get that crushed and out of the way. I just feel feel like Superman, you know. I feel like, hey man, I've already done more than most people are gonna do all day. And so everything else I do today is gravy. So it's just I don't know. Now it's it's funny, I I, I remember vividly a story from years ago. I was in the gym, um, and I was in I was younger and I was in like pretty damn good shape, and there was a guy came up to me and it was a tiny little gym in New York city in Brooklyn. And nobody ever was then there. It was like, you think New York city, but no, it was kind of, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, basically, but little tiny place. And this guy came up, he's like, dude, I see you in here every day. You're like, really, you know, you really work hard. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, I just like to get it done. And he's like, yeah. And then that way you can just like do nothing for the rest of the day. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Uh, I don't think we're going to be friends, man. You know, uh, to me, it's the no. other way around. You know, I use the running for inspiration to get through the others. It teaches me. Here's what it is with the, with the fitness. Again, it's new year, new you 2024. Everybody's worried about the turkey they ate and everything. Uh, it, to, to me, it's discipline. So running teaches me that if, first of all, nobody gives a crap about my my accomplishment that morning on a seven mile run or a three mile run and the fact that i had to nurse a foot back to back to you know good shape to get going etc you know and so you're only doing it for yourself so it's you know that discipline is not only what gets me to the the goal the, the accomplishing the goals but it's i need it i have to have that discipline because i did i came from a life of you know drinking and smoking and late nights and bars and gambling and casinos and that kind of thing. And, uh, I had a lot of fun. Let me put it that way. I had a lot of fun in my twenties. And but it wears bit, you down a little bit it, of my thirties. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, you, you know, I mean, to me, it's about, it's about the discipline. And I think that goes back to the BHAG board. That's my point there is that the, it, you have to be disciplined about what goal you're setting. Because if you set a goal that's unrealistic, 
it's just going to spiral and you're going to be like, Oh, I could, I can't do that. And then the next thing you know, the entire thing's a waste of time. And, and you're just like, uh, you're treading water and, and, and then nothing gets done and it's, 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 it's depressing. And then you fall into a funk, you know? So anyway. Um, yeah. I couldn't agree with all that more. And, and, and the discipline that, that is such a great point because, you know, I, I, I made, I, I mentioned uh, the goals changing and stuff and I have changed BHAG goals, but I've never, I've never not accomplished one from a lack of, of discipline. I've, I've changed them as they've gotten closer or whatever, uh, due to, uh, you know, not, not necessarily a change of interest, but something like that, something I may have learned along the way, um, in the process of it, but uh, I've never actually not, not gotten one of the goals done just due to a lack of not doing it. Did you know that we're officially back in a buyer's market? That's right. Even though interest rates continue to rise, they are causing prices to fall. So there's finally room for you to do regular real estate investor things that we couldn't do for so long, like gas, negotiate, make lower offers, ask for sellers to cover some of your closing costs. So it's a really great time to buy in terms of being able to get a lower purchase price and being able to negotiate. So if you're looking for your first or next short-term rental, it's a perfect time to reach out to us at the short-term shop. Let our team of agents in any of our true vacation market destinations help you find the perfect investment. Jump on over to the shorttermshop.com and click get connected to get started. We are brokered by eXp Realty. See y'all over there. How do I go about picking what I put on the BHAG board? I don't really know. I just, you know, I, uh, and there's been real estate goals in there. There's definitely been real estate goals. I think that's kind of slowed down for me. I'm, I'm being more picky about what I buy these days and I kind of, uh, you know, how much harder do I really want to work in that aspect of my life? I'm pretty, pretty cool with where I'm at there, but I've done all kinds of stuff like tape. I post, I post notes all over my screen right here with goals. Um, and, and so I, I'll, you know, like, let's say you do want to buy a vacation house in 2024. One thing I've done in the past is I'll put it on post-it notes and put it everywhere. I'll just like writing your weight on the mirror. That's what I do. You know, right next to my scale and my, I have my, my, my dude bathroom at the house that nobody ever goes in. <laughs> nobody wants to go in. And, uh, <laughs> I put my weight on the mirror and then I check in and I try to be as honest with myself as possible. Cause you can fake that stuff, you know, skip a day or two that, you know, is going to suck and then put a really good day on there. And then, then you're just fooling yourself when you do that. But there have been times where I I would put a post-it note, you know, 10 units, 10 units, because I, I got into apartments, right? Uh, I, at a certain point, graduated in my real estate career to larger properties, and I, I like uh, long-term. So I got into, uh, instead of doing hotels, I did apartments. Um, and so I put 10 units on a post-it note, and I put it everywhere I went. I put it on, I hung it from the rearview mirror in my, my truck, um, and I put it on the front door of my house and of course the mirror and my computer screen. So like four or five different places in my life. And it's because I wasn't getting any traction. I wasn't getting anywhere with this. I couldn't find a deal. I didn't know how to find a deal. I was, uh, you know, taking some, you know, uh, pointers from people that had experience in the subject and listening to a lot of podcasts, but not actually getting the job done. So that was one step that I took. I'm just basically, in other words, I'm not going to take no for an answer. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And now, you know, fast forward, I've got something like nine or 10 apartment buildings. So um, what else? What do you have there for me? Uh, how long did it take you and how much weight did you lose? I guess. Let me ask you that. 
uh, I don't remember the exact number. It was just over 100 pounds, and it was uh, it was pretty quick. I, I almost don't want to say how fast it was. It was about 10 months. It's funny uh, how that can can work sometimes. You get obsessed. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. I don't want to say it was unhealthy. It was on the edge of over obsessed. Uh, I was I was pretty massively obsessed, and uh, while I, I accomplished, I crushed my goal. Uh, which was awesome, but I also, you know, uh, left some dead bodies along the way, you know, because I was so such a crazy person doing it. I say dead bodies. There's no actual dead people. It's just, uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't great to all the people around me during the process because I was so obsessed. Right. About it. Every yeah. time I went, you know, it, you know, people I hung out with, whatever, they had to suffer because I was being a crazy person, you know. So, uh, but uh, you know, you brought up something about how you know how do you, what do you make your goals and how do you make your how do you even set your goals. I really break it down into categories and I think, you know, it is a BHAG. So that does need to be something big, but it does need to be achievable. I mean, that's kind of the, 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 we've been talking about that, that this needs to be achievable. So, um, but I think uh, uh, breaking this into categories of, you know, I have, I put like some relationship stuff, you know, people that are close to me, usually stuff, you know, obviously with my spouse, um, uh, stuff with my kids, you know, relationships, just, just some goals with that. I do every year. Uh, I usually do some faith-based goals and then some business-based goals and some health, health-based goals. So usually at least those four categories, I'm wanting something in there that I do every year. Um, so, uh, wait a minute, let me get back to the driving the people crazy around you. Cause I've done, I've done that, uh, throughout my life as well. And, uh, because I'm an, I'm an obsessor and not throw another book at, uh, out there. I'm a big Cardone fan. Uh, so uh, be obsessed or be average. I do. I love that book. It, it that book made me feel less uh, crazy because it's like, wow, uh, the stuff that I'm thinking is is not, you know, if you put it to use the right way, it can be good for you. But I have had situations over the years where you know you get so obsessed with something it just affects all the people around you and they get annoyed. Basically, now that being said, I do I I feel that that has changed with. Uh, time I, I the older i get the the less obsessed i get about stupid crap and uh and and i feel that that's that's gotten better for me and and i don't know if it's if it's age or just maybe the fact that i've accomplished the things that i wanted to accomplish it's actually that that thing has actually become part of my goals you know, it, it becoming be, the balance of all of it, you know, and not being so obsessed all the time and yeah. uh, not going, you know, the way the way I go about goals, you know, because I, I do like to be aggressive. I do like to be disciplined, all these things. But I, as you know, age and, and other things, I've paid attention. And, and some people have brought it to me that, hey, look, you're 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 hurting people around you the way you act. You know, so I have that's been another whole section of goals that, you know, the, the some of the the how I got there on other things has become goals of things I'm working on now. So it's a kind of an interesting process. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's a fine line there, because I feel like if I stop being so obsessed, maybe I won't get as much done. But uh, again, at this point, do I need to get as much done? I got kids. I need that's the focus, right? The kids are everything. The things have completely changed in my life. So no, it's it's all about balance and, and and what you just said and 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 what you just said there. Your priorities change, you know. I mean, uh, you said need, you know, you know, our kids and, and all that stuff are so important to make sure we're paying attention during the, that time. You know, there's just it's just finding the right balance. So when the kids become a goal, you know, that's not something I never. 
The kids taught me to stop being so damn selfish. Before I had kids, it was all about me, 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 me. I didn't even know that, but because I had no reason not to be about me, you know. And uh, and the running is just selfish as well. You're just out there doing something for yourself all the time. Then you have kids, and you're like, wait a minute, I don't matter at all, ever, at all. I'm worthless at this point. Every single thing I do for myself is a waste of time. <laughs> uh, which, of course, there's a fine line there. You got to work in a couple of days a month or whatever, but. You know, um, so yeah, I'm grateful for my kids to uh, have uh, turned me into a better person so I can, you know, focus on something other than myself. It's great. It's wonderful. So, all right. How do we settle on realistic goals um, in the new year? Again, I already mentioned my BHAGs. Uh, and I think for most people, it's probably not that hard. I But for me, uh, or somebody that's shot out of a cannon, I think what happens is is that you set these two bigger goals and then you blow it and nothing happens. I think that's step one. Don't blow it. Don't set some ridiculous, stupid goal like 12 vacation rentals in your first year. Having said that, let me pull both feet of my, out of my mouth. I've, I bought five my first year. I had no money at all. I, just, I don't even know how we did it. We made it work. It was a different time. It was a long time ago. They were much cheaper back then. But uh, we we did. We bought five in one year. And then I pumped the brakes. And I'm glad I did. I'm proud of myself. You know, I didn't really have a goal to do that. It just happened. But I, now I see all these folks that come in and they're, oh, I want 10 in my first year. And I'm just like, you have no idea if you even like having one of them. That's like, I mean, what if you end up feeling like that's like having 10 girlfriends at one time, you know? I mean, that can be a, oh, I want to go out and have as many girls this year as I can. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work, you know? Be realistic. I think, you know, maybe uh, one or two, you know? I don't know how to set a goal there. I guess everybody's circumstance is obviously going to be a whole lot different, but uh, what do you have for me there on being realistic? Uh, you know, it, th I, that to me is also a fine line, you know, cause uh, you know, when you say, how do you be realistic? The obvious thing is to say, well, set achievable goals, but that you can set the bar too low too. So you, yeah. there is some balance there. I like to have a goal that I don't, I like to have a plan and steps to get to the goal, but I like this like fuzzy area in there where I'm not quite sure how I'm going to get that part done. You yeah. know, like there's, and there, that's like a leap of faith for me, that leap, 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 leap of faith space that I like to have in my goals. But the whole thing can't be that, you know, like if I'm setting a goal and the whole thing is a leap of faith, uh, that may be unrealistic, you know, but uh, if you can have, if I can have like seven out of, of 10 steps, I'm feeling pretty good, you know, <laughs> about it being achievable. Um, but, uh, and also I, I do kind of put it in buckets too of, you know, we've kind of really hammered away on, on kind of one year BHAGs. Um, but I do like to look at like five and 10 years out. And that, that is kind of more what I was talking about earlier, where that, that's, the, that's the more of the ones that can change that, that when I was saying that earlier, that's kind of more of those, um, you know, if you look at your, if you go backwards in your life and look at it in like five year chunks, this is something my wife, uh, helped me with. Uh, it, it's pretty amazing to look back five years and then five years before that. And like how much has actually changed and like, actually like reflect on that for a second. And it's usually pretty massive uh, amount of change in your life in five year buckets. Uh, so then kind of look at that going forward. If you like set a five-year goal, uh, that can kind of help with some realistic, you know, reeling it in on some of the shorter term goals. Cause the shorter term goals you should be hitting for sure. In my opinion. Yes. Uh, I've never really, uh, I need to focus more on that. I need to focus more on the long-term stuff. And, um, 
Especially now that these kids, you know, I mean, they're they're yeah. growing a, a mile a minute. They're growing. It's crazy. Yeah, you and I, you and I have talked about this stuff. It's like, what do you want? What do you want your life to look like in five years? You know, and that that's a pretty darn big question that you know that that, that takes some thought. And uh, uh, and and you may not you may not really know, but to think about it, I think is is really healthy. You know, and uh, uh, as you get down on that journey, like I said, those things may you know, there's forks that are going to pop up in the road and. And quite frankly, doors, you know, in that in the act of going towards that five year journey, doors are going to open that you didn't even know existed. And and I've I've had that happen to me over and over in my life. And it's pretty cool looking back and seeing it some of the forks in the road. And there's oftentimes I'm like, how how did I land here? You know, and and uh, you know, th- there's there's a lot of factors in that. But fitness, family, net worth, um. And weight loss, which is good, kind of fitness, but uh, those those are always on my on my agenda every year, you know. And um, I guess uh, you know what I want is for, to express again, reiterate that if you're trying to do, because I, I get these people, oh, I got the ten year, I want ten in one year. No, you don't. It's ridiculous. I'm just like you're wasting my time with this ten in one year thing, you know. Unless you got a ton of money. And even if you do, you're probably well-versed enough. If you have enough money to buy 10 in one, it tells me right there, you don't have what it takes to buy 10 in one year. Because if you did, you'd be well-versed enough to know that that's probably not really where you want to go with this thing. And you're probably in the stock market. You're probably in syndications, you know, and you're mature enough to know that 10 in one year is not what you want. So, uh, you know, I read more books. That's another thing I do. I put that on my list. That's something I've been bad about lately because I got to the point where I just got so sick of learning crap all the time, you know, but that's got to come back. I'm bringing that back. But I think my, my thing here on this is don't spend 2024 just shooting at the, at, you know, fish in a barrel. You get, you got to come up with something that's realistic streamline and, and, and make it actually happen. And again, if you're listening to a podcast like this or listening to content or listening to books, you're, you're probably on the right track, but, uh, don't get off the rails. Find a system that works for you. You know, you're talking about the sticky notes and I love that. And I, you know, you know this about me, but I've, I've accomplished some pretty good stuff with sticky notes too. And, uh, um, but you know, find something that works for you. And again, for me, Having the goal and developing the plan. Developing the plan is is just as important as setting the goal. And uh, for me, and uh, when I and again, that's just what works for me. You know, that's not saying that's what you got to do, but uh, that is what gives me the steps to do that. And once I start taking the steps, that's the action. And, then, and once you start that action, that's just like something that's it just becomes this perpetual motion thing. Uh, when you're taking action every single day, and uh, you know, I mean, I, I literally do this in tiny versions you know this all like you got the big goal and then you got the steps and then you got little tiny things and that's your daily tasks you know i mean i i like to before i go to bed write down typically three to five a lot of times it ends up just being three what am i getting done tomorrow like what are the three things i got to get done tomorrow and 
and that helps with focus for me because like sometimes I get so all over the place that my focus starts to stray and I, I, I take the action, but then my focus gets wandering and I go, I, I get, I do 10 other things the next day and I don't get the three done I talked about. So writing those three things down and making sure those things get done, like no matter what, and they, it could be little, I mean, it could be like scheduling uh, uh, an electrician to come out to a, to a house or something, you know, I mean, it, could, it doesn't have to be a big goal, but it's just three things, tasks that you got to get done that day. And that that has made a, a, a such a massive difference in my ability to get to get stuff done. Yeah, yellow pads rule my life. And I will also say that when I have the discipline to take to get rid of devices in the evening, my life is so much better. It's very difficult to do that. I'll throw you a book on that subject. The uh, peak performance, peak performance is the book. I think it's red, as in the color red, the cover, and that book. Uh, I need to read it again because you get stuck in that trap of scrolling at night while your kids are, you know, doing what, you know, it's winding down and you're stressed and it's been a day. And, but I will say, man, my life is way better when I'm, uh, when I'm, when I'm device free after X hour of the evening, I don't want to say, cause I go to bed really early and it's not like a dork, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so anyway, uh, again, good to great, you know, let, let's throw some more, uh, We've already done quite a few, but seven habits of highly effective people. Um, good to great is probably, the, the, in my, at least my experience, in my opinion, the best one period out there. Now, that book is not necessarily, it's, it's more about business, really. And be careful with that one. If you're not familiar with that book, uh, be careful because a lot of the books in there that he's talking about are being so great. The, the, the businesses in there that he's talking about are that are so great or some of them aren't even around anymore. <laughs> you know, but this is a little bit older, but uh, uh, 12 week year. Let me throw that one at you. That's not a very popular book. Uh, I don't hear that one very often. Brian Moran. It's about basically getting everything that you wanted to get done in a year done in a quarter. And it's, it's wonderful. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And that's exactly what people are looking for right now. Right. Everybody wants change right now, right now. I want to lose my 40 pounds today. And then guess what happens? You gain six, you know, so all right. Anything else on the way out? Um, as you know, it's a topic that comes up constantly. I gain, I gain a few pointers today that I'm going to put into practice. No, I think, I mean, I, like I said, just, uh, just, just start, you know, and don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. But I, I don't know. I love the topic of this and not, not going too big. Uh, you know, it's gotta be achievable. If you, if you never meet your goals, you're going to be unhappy a lot and, uh, uh, make it achievable and put, put real thought into that. And, and sometimes ask yourself why, you know, like, you know, you kept saying by 10 a year, why, what, what, why, just because it's huge. That, that's not really a good reason. Like what's the real, is that even really a goal? Like what's the, what's the end from that? You know? So um, that's the other thing with goals is I really like, like, like digging into what the actual goal is, you know, and ask yourself why a lot in it. Cause it can kind of change what the actual wording of the goal is. I'm throwing a goal. I want to run the St. George Marathon. That is October the 5th in Utah, which is a difficult one for me because I live in Florida. And so October means I got to, I got to train early October means I got to train in peak heat and that's not going to be fun, but I, I am, uh, I got a buddy that's going to run that race with me and I'm looking forward to uh, Utah it should be gorgeous. It's supposed to be an incredible run. Everybody says great things about it. So I'm putting that, I'll tell you what, that'll be my first thing on my 24 B hag board is October 5th, 
St. George Marathon. Anybody want to come party with me at that one? Uh, party, meaning go to bed at 6 p.m. Uh, we will do that. But you got a goal you want to throw at us on the way out for 20? Yeah, I mean, mine's, mine's a little more personal, but uh, and this is something that it hasn't been a goal, but I've not done a good job of it the last couple of years. Is I, I'm, I'm going to take my wife on a real vacation. And Okay, uh, there you go. Gonna, I love that. We are all over the place and we travel and people tell us all the time, oh my gosh, your guys' life is so awesome. You guys are here and there and da 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 but we're working the whole time, you know, all, and we work our butts off. Uh, both of us do. And, uh, and it is a really cool lifestyle. And I'm very grateful to have it, but we haven't taken a real, real vacation where we've actually unplugged and enjoyed each other and taken some time off in a few years now. And uh, it's time. So, uh, take my wife on a vacation. Love that. Love that. That's a, that's a great goal all around. I might add one, one of those in myself. Um, probably kids involved in, in mine though because we, we would like taking them to concerts but uh all right i love it thanks for hanging with us short-term rental management we hope you have a wonderful year and uh kick ass don't take any crap <laughs> and as always don't overthink it peace out <laughs>